0: What's up,
1: y'all? Hello, friends. We are us. back. We're mm. back and still black. Yes. Welcome to another episode of the Tinseltown Town of the T. Yes. You know how we do it here. We're two <laughs> black female screenwriters teaching y'all about screenwriting and mm-hmm. telling y'all about what's going on in this little industry child. Okay. So, um, yeah. We're going to start off with our usual, would you rather question? And Judith is taking that away.
0: Yes, ma'am. So um, it's summertime, at least in LA, it's very mild right now. I want summer, summer. Like I want like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. My makeup must go back inside AC time. So since we are getting close, um, my question I kind of made up, but in the super heat of the summer, of it all, because we're all going to be having a hot gal, hot boy summer. Um, would you rather, since it's so hot, be just bald? The only two choices you got to be bald, we're talking skin on the skin on the skull, bald, or full head of hair. I'm talking like poofy, man, like just that beautiful head of hair, but in the heat, child, like it's like, uh, mm. listen. <laughs> like, mm. listen so those are the two options which one you're taking
1: oh so a bitch was already ball I did the whole ball head hoe last year when I went ball and it mm-hmm. was glorious okay. last day before I <laughs> bitch I was just rubbing my shit and it was just so um not hot okay so I enjoyed the breeze I never feel mm. a breeze like that on my scalp Yes. my scalp needed that breeze so mm-hmm. i'm definitely going back to being bald if i had the choice Because mm-hmm. you can always put a wig on facts if you just be like okay i want to have hair today you know mm-hmm. it's not as hot today mm-hmm. you want to get them a hose real quick remind them a hose that you can pull off any hairstyle put way a little wig on well there you go so I'm doing yeah I'll be back to my bald head hoe shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm
0: with you because I can't I'm gonna have to go bald as well I you know I cut my hair like like probably I would say like six months after you did and like first of all it's freeing first of all second of all like like you said you can put the wig on and stuff third of all I'm thinking like my god going to bed with all that hair like I'm like I'm gonna need a custom-made bonnet See, it's like I'm gonna need like it's gonna too much but if I turn I just, right uh, yeah child, if I sit down on the plane I'm taking up two seats I, I can't it's just too much it's too much <laughs> it's just it's too much so yeah I am with you I'm gonna just a be bald and just buy my hair like the rest like everybody else do um yeah, because this it it'll be too much. And when I go home, just take my hair off and enjoy <laughs> being free, honey. Because I can't. Whoo, my god, it's yeah, it'd be too 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 much. Although, shout out to all the big hair girl out there. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. No matter what the texture it is, gorgeous. But I know y'all y'all strategizing right now. Like, okay, the summer. What we gonna do? <laughs> we gonna braid this up? We gonna put this? I don't this got
1: time for the strategies Woo-hoo. right now.
0: <laughs> ah, it's like a whole fucking pitch meeting brainstorm you got like <laughs> pictures and stuff. Okay, how we gonna do this because my god it's so much oh well that's that on that me and Corey gonna be bald if it's if it's yeah. like that um but yes I but Corey like it, it has to be um but yeah Corey got um the no better do better for y'all trying to encourage y'all and get y'all on the right track what's what's up with the no better do better man?
1: Mm-hmm so for this week's No better do better it's very simple i feel like all almost very simple that's all i can give y'all is simple advice come on read your dialogue out loud okay well and, and i'm a person who be reading in my head all the time so yep. i have been reading a lot since i was a little taught oh yeah Cute, cute. But, um yeah, <laughs> yeah I really bars read out loud a lot. And mm-hmm. with dialogue, you need to because you need to know how it sounds. Yes. Out of the mouth. Yeah. You know, how yeah. it sounds out in the world. That helps you figure out if your dialogue is clunky, if it's wooden, if it just don't make sense. Yeah. Or if It's just not working. If it's not given what it's supposed to, okay? Mm. That's how you're gonna know if your dialogue is given what it's supposed to. You gotta read that thing out loud, child. So you have some time to yourself. So if you're not doing a table read or something, you're just writing. (coughs) Always try to read that dialogue out loud so that you can hear it rolling Mm. off the tongue and see if it just sounds right. Because that's literally the best way. Reading it is one thing, but actually hearing it out loud is another. And you got to hear it out loud. I mean, you don't have to. You can do what you want, but I encourage you to. Yeah. It's a strong suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. That's that's awesome
0: advice. Very simple, but like it's so helpful to hear. And not only like when you hear it back. You hear also what the character sounds like when somebody you know else is doing it, and I think that's a, a practice you did very well when we had when you started the meetup. It's like you always encourage people. It's like okay, if you wrote it, don't read. Try not to read it. Just listen, so you can hear mm-hmm. what it sounds like. Because people be in the, you know, you're so close to the writing that, you know, mm-hmm. even with me, like, even if it's not dialogue, I will add in articles and be a full article going. They'd be like the and is just missing. And because I put it in there in my head, you know what I mean? I think I typed it out. But when you step back and read it out loud to see, oh, okay, I miss, I miss some stuff here and you can hear if it sounds right. So yeah, excellent advice, sis. Um, make sure y'all read y'all shit out loud and then have other people read it too. It just makes you a better writer.
1: sex. Mm-hmm. No printer, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay. Periods, periods. This week, the news and the main segments are becoming one because this time, if you've already read what we're doing, it's news, 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 baby. We're going to talk about uh, what's going on in the Industry as it relates to black and brown creatives. Um, as you guys already know, if you're new, we get our sources of our articles from Shadow and Act, it -hmm. is an online publication highlighting black and brown creatives in the industry. Um, with that, their main focus mostly, um, when we say the industry, we mean entertainment, writing, um, television industry. So, let's get into it. Me and Corey are going to go. Uh, you know, back and forth um, mm-hmm. in each article. And I'm just trying to pull up this um, article for y'all to get it started and take the notes. So forgive me a, li- li- a little multitasking. a little. All right. A little. All right, y'all. So the first news that we have to share with y'all is Howard University names re-established College of Fine Arts after the amazing, wonderful Chadwick Bozeman, our Black Panther, our only Black Panther, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's Chadwick went to Howard University. So, this is a great way to memorialize him and, you know, keep his legacy alive, quite frankly, institutionalize it. And I think it's well, well deserved. Um, So, this article was written by Monique Jones. And um, here in the article, it says The storied HBCU has named their reestablished College of Fine Arts to the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. The new college is also now led by the famed actress, Felicia Rashad as the Dean. So they are really uplifting the black excellence that is coming out of um, Howard. Um, And that's great. In fact, um, according to this article, Rashad also taught Bozeman acting while he attended Howard. Um, After his death, Rashad talked to uh, People Magazine about what it was like to teach Bozeman in her acting class. And here's a quote from what she said. I remember his smile and gentle way. Um, I remember his unending curiosity and his love of story, excuse me, of study, studying many things all of the time. Um, so in the, in variety, um, Bozeman's family thanked Howard president, uh, Wayne A.I. Frederick and the Howard board of trustees for bestowing the honor, um, on their late family member. So, you know, this is, I think, a I mean, this is great. Well done. Um, it's an easy decision because even in his short time here, he's, he's made history. Like he is history and to sort of, um, memorialize his, him and his work by naming this, um, Uh, naming the whole college after him is beyond fitting and yeah, may his, uh, I know his memory will continue to go on forever. It'll be a legacy. And like, you know, he created, you know, he, he, I like, he just, I, he's, he's just an icon for the the role that he played in such a great way. So um, yeah, shout out to Howard university for renaming the college of fine arts after Chadwick Boseman. I think that's super great.
1: Yes, that is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that they did that. Just just cements him as an icon, which we already knew he was. Him having his own college, Mm -hmm. uh, at the university is. That is just bullshit. Mm -hmm. What my guy deserves, he only deserves bullshit. Okay. Period. So rest in peace. Chadwick again. I will always scream from rooftops. Oh will yes. You. Absolutely. So proud of things you continue to do even after you have left us. So yep. thank you for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So next news story is one that I don't I'm excited about because who's involved, but also not excited about because of the backlash. Mm. Mr. Fine Ash Travante Rose. Ooh. My God, let's just say a prayer, a silent prayer for God creating such a specimen. Such a man, thank you,
0: Lord, thank Mm. you, Mm. hallelujah, thank you, Lord.
1: Mm. Thank you, so fine. So, he's starring as Mike Tyson in Hulu's limited series, Iron Mike. Now, Mm. we reported on this a couple of months ago. Yeah, Um, we did a report about this because Mike Tyson was not happy and Mm. he's against series um and he does not approve of it wow because he is working on his own limited series mm-hmm. um, with jamie fox starring him and he's producing that mm. so just to reiterate the statement that he said i don't know i think someone wrote this for him but let me know he's very whoa overwritten. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but let me not do my time like that. But I'm just saying that box <laughs> yeah. I will be doing stuff today. Okay. But um, so just reiterating Mike's uh statement denouncing this Hulu series. Mm. so he said hulu's announcement to do an unauthorized mini series of my life although unfortunate isn't surprising this announcement on the heels of social disparities in our country is a prime example of how hulu's corporate greed led to this tone deaf ass he didn't say ass cultural misappropriation of my life story to make this announcement during black history month only confirmed tubes concerned for dollars over respect for Black story rights. Why well, would need to be more sensitive to Black experiences, especially after all that has transpired in 2020. My authorized story is in development and will be announced in coming days. And then it did get announced. Um, his authorized story. Okay. So Trevante will be starring in uh, the. Uh, series that Mike Tyson is against which kind of mm. sucks so that's the good and the bad I'm happy to see Travante doing something like this happy to see Travante period but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also yeah kind of sucks that Mike Tyson is so against this project yeah uh, but the Hollywood Reporter is saying that sources whoever the fuck sources are Ooh. say that Hulu executives did brief Mike Tyson and his team on the series a couple of months ago okay but I mean it don't matter if he don't want he's it still don't
0: not having it. it yeah he's you not I'm like, he,
1: don't want it, he don't want it he's still alive and he's for the most part in his right mind and can uh decide for himself um, mm-hmm. like he's like 96 you know and he's like I don't care he right. is in his right mind and can say I don't I don't want it so right at least respect that but like he said, yeah. corporate greed is a real thing. It is very real. Um Damn. but this Hulu series that Trevante will be starring in is from the team behind Itanya. And okay. the series explores the wild, tragic, and controversial life and career behind one of the most polarizing figures in sports culture, heavyweight wow. champion Mike Tyson. Damn. Um so it was created by the from by an Itanya writer. So mm. Tonya was that movie about. Tanya, they' Harding Hardy.
0: Mm-hmm. The ice skating
1: uh, a very big scandal. <laughs> sorry, Margaret as her. But so one of the writers from that movie um created the series with the star and mixed get Karen Gist attached as the show runner. All right. So and oh wait, yeah. So those are the people behind it. Unfortunately, like we said. Uh, Mike is not, um, not with it, not with it, mm. but I'm probably still going to watch it because of Trevante. I mean, my God. I'm still going to watch it because of Trevante. Um, sorry, Mike. And I'll watch, I'll watch the one that Mike is actually working on. Yes. So with Antoine, Jamie
0: Foxx.
1: Yes. The Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. starring as yes, him. I think we already reported this, but Antoine Fuqua is going to be directing yes. the approved, um, Mike mm-hmm. Tyson limited series. I'm going to yeah. watch it. To be honest, yes. Um, don't tell Mike. Well, I guess I'm telling myself that I'm watching.
0: Listen, I'm with you, sis, because the boy is just fine. To, yeah, he's we so fine. To
1: support Travante, jeez. So, what do you
0: want I me mean, to do? <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I think it's written in the black lady like contract of who mm-hmm. we support as black women: Travante and Oprah. Like, period. So, <laughs> ah, all right, well. Thank you for that piece of news. The next piece of news: um, Gossip Girls for you, CW teen drama host, Gossip Girl teaser showcase: first look at HBO Max reboot to of hit series. So uh, again, this was on the CW, and they're bringing it back. Um, I see a, 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 a beautiful. Uh, photo here on Shadow and Act of uh, three beautiful women of color, Savannah Lee Smith, Jordan Alexandra, and Whitney Peak. So I'm hoping these beautiful ladies are a part of the series. That's the only thing I can um, assume. But let me go ahead and read it for you. Um, so yeah, HBO Max, dropped the teaser. It's a reboot or revival or whatever of the classic CW teen drama, Gossip Girls. And it's uh, set to premiere July 8th all right and so the series uh was developed by showrunner josh uh Safran, a writer and executive producer on the original series so i'm glad they brought somebody back from the original series um it's described as an extension of pop culture classic and takes viewers back to the upper east side finding the new generation of new york private school teens mm-hmm. being introduced to social surveillance nine years after the original blogger site went dark the show will look Explore how both social media and the landscape of new york has changed in these years wow so this is again uh we always call back to ip because you know uh hollywood loves an ip honey and when we say ip intellectual property meaning books podcasts articles even like child i'm surprised they don't you know they might use an nft as a motherfucking ip to make a goddamn movie in these streets okay So um, it's based on a novel by Cecily von Ziegler, uh, Ziegler, forgive me, Cecily. And uh, it was originally developed by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage. So I wasn't uh, the biggest fan of the show when it came out. It ran from 2007 to 2012. Did you see this? Did you watch
1: Gossip Girl? I didn't watch it when it was originally on air, but Mm. I knew of it. It wasn't my jam back in those days when it was on air. But mm. after it got off air and got on Netflix, I was like, "Let me see what everybody, well, all, all the white people, was hollering about this right. gossip girl shit." Because when I say everybody, I mean the white people. Okay. But we wasn't <laughs> hollering about no gossip girl. Yeah. But um, yeah. So when it came on the Netflix after its run, I decided to give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Ended up watching the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it was good. Very, I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> it was just. See, I'm the type of person where I'll watch something and make fun of it and then end up watching the whole thing. Ah, got you, got you, got yeah. you. Okay, it, I'm going to say that. ends worse. up sucking me in. So, I mean, it's very white. It's very rich white, you know, yeah. New York people. So yeah. can't relate to them, but yeah. um, the drama's cool. Okay, a lot okay. Of drama. And, so. Um, yeah. So there's okay. just a lot of drama in the gossip girl world. A but I liked, um, I love how she always says, XOXO, gossip girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen, I live for a teen <laughs> drama.
0: I'll probably check out the reboot because there are some uh black women in it. And just for you guys know, it's starring uh Jordan Alexander, uh, Eli Brown, uh Thomas Daughtry, uh Tavi uh Gevinson, Emily Allen Lynn, uh Evan Mock, Zion M, M- Marino, excuse me, Whitney Peak and Savannah Lee Smith, and I mentioned uh, again uh, Savannah Lee Smith, Jordan Alexander, and Whitney Peak at the top because these are uh, three women of color, or at least uh, presenting three women of color who will be a part of the series. So, all right, I you know I'm here to support Black women and everything we do, so I will at least give you a pilot uh, run through on this reboot to support and yeah i hope it i mean because y'all are in it i hope it does well um yeah and i might you know i might throw up on netflix um just something to um fall asleep to um to check it out to um Mm -hmm. understand the gossip girl so yeah for you girls who are excited who were into gossip girl it is coming back and check it out
1: Yes, it's very mm-hmm. uh, the old gossip girl Girls, very early 2000s. So <laughs> I mean, that was the time that was in, but it was very early 2000s, and ever since the word. So. Oh Lord, they probably have a lot of AOL references and shit. Yeah. Oh Lord, just very early 2000s, very white. <laughs> so I'm glad to see some beautiful black women a part of this, because yeah, uh, very white. The other okay, okay. White. <laughs> That's the audience that they was looking for. Hey, that's what they got. That's just All nice. right, so next piece mm. of news we have Omari Hardwick joins Halle Berry in a Netflix sci fi adventure film called The Mothership. Mm. So, Halle, Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Mm. um so i came across someone i started singing that because i don't know why we talk about halle berry but i had started saying halle berry halle berry okay but and um so i was like halle berry halle berry and they didn't mm-hmm. know the
0: song child
1: i said bitch, <laughs> bitch how the fuck you never heard of she fine as beach. oh okay. mm. like, <laughs> come on i had to show the music halle berry yeah, everyone's boy too. Like the girls, they would do, the, you know. Come uh, on. just uncultured swine. I can't. Come on, uh, uh. How do Anyways, <laughs> I had to get that out because when you said that, it just really that was like a shock, very frightening moment for me. <laughs> the past couple weeks. So, anyways. Power star, Omari Hardwick. I mean, that's what most of y'all niggas know him from because y'all mm-hmm. love awesome Power. I right. know him from a bunch of other stuff. Oh, he's, been just, yeah, okay. he's been working, okay? For a minute, um, and uh, I just watched him in the zombie movie on Netflix. oh on Netflix. That's right. I love a good zombie movie. Um, I have to so. check that out. It was pretty good. It's okay. um called it's like Army of the Dead or something. Yeah. It's set um, as if Vegas got overrun by zombies and became like a zombie quarantine zone. So it's set in a wow a zombie quarantine apocalyptic Vegas, but it's only okay. Vegas. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, he has joined Halle Berry and the mothership. Mm-hmm. It is, like I said, a sci-fi adventure feature hailing from MRC Film, Automatic, and Netflix. Written and directed by Matt Charman, the film sees Halle Berry portraying the role of Sarah Morse, a woman picking up the pieces following the mysterious disappearance of her husband when she discovers an extraterrestrial object beneath her farmland home. Sarah and her children race to decipher the connection between this strange object and her husband's disappearance. My the my. film will be produced by Fred Berger and Brian Kavanaugh Jones of Automatic and executive <laughs> produced by Danny Stillman. So, mm-hmm. y'all know my girl, Halle Berry, is no stranger to sci fi. No she been in a whole bunch of sci fi stuff in the last couple of years. I've seen her in some mm-hmm. stuff. Um, She's also going to be in another sci-fi film it seems called Moonfall which is slated to premiere in February 2022. Oh wow. Um, and yeah. So we are excited for her. The oh, so oh. Deadline for support of this news and then Shadow Act re-reported it just mm-hmm. for technical um, purposes. And yeah, he will be joining yep. her. We don't know the capacity of who will be playing in this but mm-hmm. I feel like he's probably going to be the husband. The, yeah,
0: the, the it's husband. giving me that because they would make a cute couple That's just yeah, just they
1: have a picture up here on the article of them side by side and oh my god fine yeah very, very fine
0: yeah Halle Berry um, has been Benjamin Button it for years now like truly aging backwards I don't yeah. comprehend somehow she has abs as well I'm like well okay ma'am all right Either
1: way, we're over it <laughs> what, enough of of her rain. it's
0: I'm enough sorry. it's enough ma'am
1: <laughs> give the girls something just something
0: something my god but yes oh yeah shout out to Halle Berry amen Mm -hmm. um keep doing the damn thing and yeah I'm gonna check that out I want to see I want to see how that does and I love I love black people in space sci-fi I'm like I love this shit yes more of that more of that
1: any sci-fi lead type sciencey yes situation Yes.
0: It? Amen. All right. So next in the news, thank you for that. Um, We have, well, I love when a celebrity knows how to make fun of themselves and like really just lean in and not, you know, take themselves too seriously. So, you know, the internet be interneting, and there is a, a meme of Viola Davis in her role, I think in uh, Fences where she yeah. is crying and snot and tears. Okay. And so, of course, y'all done made it into a joke because, my God. Um, joke. I mean, love a good joke. So it's highlighted here in this article that, you know, basically um, anyone who's watched like How to Get Away with Murder, The Help, all of that, they know that, you know, this this queen cries on the dime, okay? That's mm-hmm. how she gets her checks, all right? So, of course, um, Black Twitter um, used it, of course. And, um... Uh, you know, Viola got into the game and she was like, you know, what? let me go ahead um, and post along with you. Let me can't beat them. Why not join them? So Davis's <laughs> crying talents uh, were highlighted in a tweet uh, posted by both her and her husband, Julius uh, Tenian's production company, Juve Productions, with the caption that read the art of crying featuring Viola Davis. OK, and sh- if she's teaching a master class, that is the class I am going to no. pay money for. <laughs> okay teach me your ways your secrets okay so davis took light of the caption and responded with humor she says i see what y'all write about about my snot tears she said in the later uh, caption so (laughs) and she was like and she gave a little um tea for y'all she was like did y'all know we did 23 takes of that scene my god what a professional Mm-hmm. I would have been done at maybe one or two. I'd have been like, okay, the rest of the 20-some, we're going to need onions, we're going to need uh, garlic, whatever, to make a bitch cry. Because I'm, I'm all cried out at that point. Yeah. I'm all cried out. I can't do it. It's too <laughs> <Yes>. much. Okay? <laughs> it's too much. But, you know, I love the professional um, that she is. And um, just in case y'all forgot, this was in um, Fences, again, with her and Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. Um And, yeah, just so, you you know, you've got, like, she won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in that portrayal, honey. So all them Mm tech... I mean... (laughs) bow down to the god okay um so yeah davis again was uh, recently nominated for uh ma rainy black bottom uh which she was in with the late chat with bozeman on netflix so i'm glad she was able to make fun of herself and just you know join in on the foolishness of the internet um even though what she does is very serious i love an actor that doesn't take everything
1: so fucking seriously so kudos yeah. to her have some fun Yes, please have some fun child mm-hmm. because yeah I mean it was very much a lot okay <laughs> to it was a lot for us to view and I remember so when I saw it in theater and I was like oh god <laughs> I was like my god <laughs> 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 please. okay but um you know we love her for it we love her for putting so her me all me. into what she does and that is why she is the queen okay Violet Davis so period thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you so for your service mm-hmm. all right so next news story is very exciting deny guerrera uh closes a deal to star as okoye in the disney plus marvel series um, come on i'm there Ooh, y'all love, already motherfucking. i love show. i just love closing deals in general that's that is the part that i love fine seals um, come on yeah. I love the closing the deal part. So, shout Mm -hmm. out to the girl. Yes. Because she deserves. Truly. So, news surfaced via a deep dive from a feature in The Hollywood Reporter on the industry's power lawyers for the year. The section on Jamie revealed Guerrero's involvement in an origin spinoff series for Disney+. There's no official confirmation that the series is the same one that's in development by Ryan Coogler oh. which would focus more on Wakanda and its people rather than just the Black Panther and royal family. Well, However, it stands to reason that this is the same series. The series would come after the Black Panther sequel, which is set for theaters. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. We'll see Guerrera, um reprise her role as Okoye. Thanks. Um, I didn't know they had a sequel already set. If mm-hmm. our thinking is correct, then we know quite a bit about what the Disney Plus series would entail. As we reported in February, Google Production Company Proximity Media will develop several TV series with Disney under a five-year deal, mm, deal, love that word, Mm. with the (laughs) Wakanda-based series being first. Mm -hmm. So this Wakanda-based series is first and it's focusing on the characters that define the fictional kingdom. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so just a little a quote from Ryan, because we love to quote Ryan. It's mm-hmm. an honor to be partnering with the Walt Disney Company. Working with them on Black Panther was a dream come true. As avid consumers of television, we couldn't be happier to be launching our television business with Bob Iger, Dana Walden, and all the amazing studios under the Disney umbrella. We look forward to learning, growing, and building a relationship with audiences all over the world through the Disney platforms. We are especially excited that we will be taking our first leap with Kevin Feige luis de esposito victoria Alonso, and their partners at marvel studios where we'll be working closely with them on select mcu shows for disney plus yes so having okoye as the central character of the series also makes sense since she was one of the standout characters i mean, i mean from black panther period and her compatriot, Ayo had a key role in Disney Plus series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. So Ayo could be used as a character bridge between the rest of the MCU television universe Mm -hmm. and Black Panther. Mm. Um, And then Ayo's presence also helps audiences get used to seeing Wakanda without Chadwick Boseman. Mm. So yeah, it would be exciting for us to see her reprise that role. Like I said, she was a standout and we love to see her portraying Miss Okoye. And uh, we are excited to see more developments. Like, to see what this is going to be about.
0: Ciao. I'm watching
1: regardless.
0: Period. I'm like, if you want to do two different series, if you want to three, if you want to combine them into all, I'm going to be at all of them. Like,
1: There's not one that I won't watch, so.
0: And that's facts, <laughs> like period. So, yeah, so happy for her. She deserves, she's been acting for a minute, and that role kind of uh, like launched her into the mainstream, along with I think The Walking Dead. She had a, a role on there, but yeah, shout it, out to her.
1: She
0: was it. Yep, yep. So, shout out to her, well deserved. And uh, just know I can't speak for the Black community, but I think every Black person will be there to watch. Uh, period. Or we sharing somebody's login? Somebody um so yes next in the news um shadow and act did sort of like a where are they now if you guys remember like i forget if it was a show or like some people did segments i think oprah did it too like where are they now and they like recap people back in the day or um Mm -hmm. or in the tv show that you were like really really fell in love with so this one uh girls girlfriends cast member reggie hayes where are they now so um This article was written by Jordan uh, Simon and um, you might not recognize Reggie from his name, but for those who are Girlfriends uh, fans, uh, Reggie rose to prominence in television as William Dent, the best friend of Joan Clayton, and Joan Clayton was played by Tracy Ellis Ross, Um, and yeah, all the friend group, you know, Maya Wilts, who was played by Golden Brooks, Tony Childs, played by Jill Marie Jones, and Lynn Cersei, played by Persia White, and this was, of course, the classic sitcom that was on UPN, Um, and then later, I believe, went to BET, because I could be mixing them up, but no, it never went to BT. Okay, stayed on UPN. I must be the end of the game. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so people loved him. He had a standout role. He was super funny. Uh, I remember him being just so dorky and quirky, but still, like, you know, an amazing lawyer and a great friend to all the ladies, but really, really close with uh, Joan uh, Clayton's character, played by Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, most recently, Reggie appeared in the CW superhero show Black Lightning as Mayor Billy Black. So he's still getting checks. Amen. He also made an appearance on the ABC sitcom Blackish, which stars, uh, raw so use all your connections sir um in 2015 Hayes starred alongside Vivica A. Fox in the film Carter High as Mr. Rosu however Hayes has also been outspoken about his struggles in the business so in 2020 Hayes spoke in an interview with the Chicago Tribune about how he dealt with the congestive how he dealt with congestive heart failure and heart issues due to the wildfires that plague uh California oh my god in a quote he said I had starred on the long on a long-running show, but I wasn't Matt LeBlanc or one of those other kids from uh, Friends who had doors open for them after shows ended. Wow, and pretty much I was just another guy. He also said has uh, he also said plans for the spinoff starring him did not work. Adding quote, I was getting a lot of winks and nods about that, and it just didn't work out. Damn. Um, so he's still working. Um, you know, however things have turned around with his recent roles as well as the fact that people are revisiting girlfriends and, you know, they're really connecting with his character again because he did a good job and he made a good point. Like, I remember, like, it's just the way the industry treats, I think, Black, creative Black artists, but it's like the unfortunate way of, like, pigeonholing people you know if you are successful on a black show you don't get the same opportunities or the doors open for you as you would for like a friends and you know it's fucked up um and I hope that he continues to get checks and you know we're going to continue to give him their flowers but hopefully that'll change in the industry where like nah if you if you're on a long-standing sitcom and people recognize you like Just like anybody else, like y'all should be having bidding wars. Like y'all should be like, y'all should be having these projects lined up. Like he should be starring in another show. Like that's just what that gives. You know what I mean? But anywho, that's that on that. I'm glad he is still working and doing the damn thing. Um, Shout out to you, Reggie Hayes, um, you know, who played William Dent on Girlfriends.
1: All right. Mm Mm-hmm yes he is gonna be my niggas you should know for the week because hey. i loved it he yeah was he's great literally like so good character. they all. i loved all of them don't get yeah. me wrong they were really days. good so um hoping that you know things get better for him you know mm-hmm. like they are with the with the resurgence of girlfriends being on netflix and yeah. stuff like that so we are hoping that things get good for him or yes. better. amen all right, so next um news story. I never know how to say this. Man named Reg Jean Page yeah. says right were knotted up that he didn't have. A, is that some type of British slang oh. that he didn't have icy blue eyes? What? um So what? We oh. I don't know if we reported it, but I think we did yeah. that he was not going to be coming to the. That's right. Season. That's right. Um. But he is saying that before Bridgerton actually aired, fans of the book series were oh. mad that he was playing originally written as what? So Girl. Okay. So, um, Insider reports that Paige, who is Jean Page, who played, I don't even know mm-hmm. who he played, I didn't watch Bridgerton, mm-hmm. but he's yeah. the main character in the show. Yes, um, that. Told Variety that fans originally wanted someone with icy blue eyes to Girl. play Page's character, Simon Bassett, to match the book's description. Um Girl. But apparently, Brazilian fans uh, supported his casting before oh, everyone else caught on. So, shout out to Brazil. Okay, come um, on. They recognize yes, fine so have been basically <laughs> holding it down, and then it talks about, you know, mm-hmm. the rest of the article talks about, you know, how Brazilian fans have been holding it down, mm-hmm. and then they also did a nod to the uproar over Jodie Turner Smith playing Anne Boylan in an upcoming UK miniseries. Um, but yeah, I mean, they be doing that shit to us. Like, Y'all need to let that man. shit go. This has so many white people play not white characters that weren't originally white so do we call the ruckus?
0: no oh. they had a whole term for it they called it black faces like they were like <laughs>
1: what are we talking about <laughs> like oh just shut the hell up because y'all niggas still watch the shit obviously it was the most watched i think it's one of the most watched netflix series ever yeah so y'all niggas still watch this shut the hell up <laughs>
0: that's that's the reason why he was a breakout star. Besides the fact that he is ridiculously fine, yes, but he's a very good actor. Like exactly. Period. So,
1: I don't know what all the fuss is about, but you mm. need to shut that up. I mm. Pop off. Like, just, just be quiet. Shut your track. Yeah, yeah. And watch it like he did.
0: Shut up. <laughs>
1: yeah. So he's not even going to be in the second season. So there you go.
0: Right. Come on. Bridgerton. Is that even a real town? Anyways, y'all, y'all, y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. He
1: got coins, <laughs> snatched some coins and said
0: that. Okay. Y'all are funny. Okay. Well, uh, while y'all, you know, gag on that, that's so strange. Um, anyways, shout out to Mary J Blige, but, um, well, she's already collecting all the coins, all the checks, all the nods, but Mary J Blige, my life, Amazon drops trailer for Mary J. Blige documentary. So um, they dropped the documentary of the R&B icon. Um, It will be, it was directed by Vanessa Roth. Um, The film was produced by Ashana K. Aries and Q. Nicole Jackson. The executive producers are Mary J. Blige, Sean Diddy Combs, of course, Tara Long, Mark Ford, Kevin Lopez, jeffrey holliston and jody gershon um here's the official description nine time grammy winning recording artist and academy award nominated singer and actress mary j Blige set the music world on fire with her trailblazing blazing 1994 lp my life i mean truly classic get it Mm -hmm. know it own it Listen to it. A collection of powerful confessionals about her battles with abuse, depression, and addiction that forged a profound and enduring connection with millions of fans fans around the globe. The Oscar-winning filmmaker, Vanessa Ross documentary, Mary J. Blige's My Life, the singer, producer, and actress reveals the demons and blessings that inspired the record and propelled her from the soul-crushing world of New York's housing projects to international stardom. Shout out to Mary J. Blige. And that description, honestly, is correct. Like, I just remember even growing up where, you know, there were news articles where she, her and I think uh, Casey from Casey and JoJo, or from Jodeci, excuse me, they had a rocky relationship at some point. Um, Mm -hmm and you know there's always running jokes I, re- I remember watching um Sherman Showcase which is a sketch comedy show which is hilarious but they had a sketch on there where someone was playing Mary J Blige and the whole point of the sketch was like whenever she was happy she would have really weird songs and then when she was going through something they'd be like bangers and hits and stuff so you yeah. know <laughs> I'm just happy right now again Mary J Blige is one of those people again Benjamin butting it like truly looking fantastic as always. Her signature Mary J. Blige dance, whenever she be dancing on stage, people be doing that on the TikToks and Instagram. But I'm just glad she's living her best life and she has a hand to really share her full story. And it makes sense because, like they said, she is, she's an R&B icon. Like she is with like the top of the top, like we're talking Shaka Khan, we're talking um, Aretha Franklin, we are talking Mariah Carey, we are talking, like when you say these women's names, you say Mary J. Blige, like you just do, because period, point blank, like she is that diva, and she still has that amazing voice, and she is still working and doing amazing things so i'm glad this documentary is coming out i'm probably going to check it out and i just want to hear from her voice because there was a whole thing with her whole divorce from her last husband who apparently like she has to pay him to keep him i was like really how dare you do marry like that but that's okay she's out Mm -hmm. here winning so i want to i want to see it just for that because it's 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 ridiculous. It's 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 the shenanigans for me. But yeah, I'm glad she's out here still making money and cementing her legacy as the icon that she is, because that's what she is. Yeah, niggas always
1: trying to take your shit that you work for. Come on. You don't up, nigga.
0: Bye. Now women see now we gotta be like prenup, you're not taking my shit, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. We're gonna
1: have to start doing a little prenup shit too.
0: Huh, I mean <laughs> you're not right. taking my shit.
1: We got coins, shoot.
0: Mm-mm. Ooh. Sign right here. Thank you. Right. I do Thank too. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <Nikita. laughs> yeah. Okay. Let it, go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Let it nice. go. Let it go.
1: <laughs> so um, oh, next story. Lamorne Morris who is the star of the amazing show woke which we did a review on on yes
0: Mm -hmm. he talks
1: about black hair discrimination in Hollywood talk about um, it we hear about this all the time Mm -hmm. Um, I'm so glad that black actors are starting to speak out on on set so actors voice their frustrations about the constant lack of proper black hair care and maintenance in hair makeup departments Mm -hmm. um, during the hair and makeup equity uh changing the industry standard virtual event which was mm. by the guardian lamorne morris um known for his role on woke and on new girl talks about how the hair and makeup department didn't have anyone available to cut his hair ghetto that's truly that. truly so he would have to go to the barbershop at 4 or 4 30 a.m before God set to get, get his hair cut and when he would get to set i would see everyone else in the hair and makeup trailer getting their hair cut and when I asked why I couldn't get my haircut at work like everyone else, it was because this is what they told me. They didn't have the budget for my hair. Mm. Child, that's how you know it's discrimination because
0: uh, a good ass haircut is what,
1: $35? That is crazy. Like 50 at the most. That is some ghetto shit. Child, so uh, that's disgusting, Truly. but not surprising whatsoever. Um, so we have another story from Megan Good, and she said that she was injured by an ill trained hairstylist on the set of Think Like Man. Oh, so no. the hairstylist went to press her hair. Oh, oh no. And he put a metal comb <gasps> underneath <gasps> the comb. Oh, no. And that comb slipped out, and the pressing comb basically. Jesus. Oh, no. Had about five or six tooth marks on her face. Oh, no! And it was quite I... frustrating for someone to say they knew how to do the hair, but they didn't really know how to do it. And they kind of used her as an experiment, and that's how she felt. So... You might Wow. And my thing is, if we think like a I man, was pretty much a Black movie. That, like, and, that and that is not thing. that long ago. Black cast. And I believe Will Packer produced. So you got Black people behind the scenes. Uh, working to create the movie so we need to make sure that black people are behind the scenes with everything in terms of hair makeup and even if they're not black they need to know how to do black hair no black skills like i don't understand just, but that's the thing in the beauty industry um oh my they always God. neglect black folks and people of color when teaching how to mm-hmm. do stuff in the beauty industry yep. skincare same thing it's always we're neglected that is as if we don't pay to get this stuff done. So that's why you see us only wanting to go to black people. Like, not you
0: sizzling Megan's forehead. God not damn, like Megan
1: good, like girl, like an
0: old school grandma talking about. It don't hurt. Put some vaseline on it. No, no.
1: God exactly. dang, exactly. So, um, so even though Ma Rainey's Black Bottom's hair, and makeup team Mia Neal and Jamika Wilson won the Oscar for their work, which we talked about. Yeah, uh, black. Panther tenant and Captain Marvel hairstylist. Camille Friend said that she doesn't believe the industry will change overnight solely because oh, no. of that accolade, which yep. obviously that producers have to look for hairstylists and makeup artists that are well trained for the diversity of the cast. Okay. Um, adding that stylists who aren't trained in hair and makeup for people of color shouldn't take jobs if offered to them, which they gonna take the jobs. So yeah,
0: because people hungry, this a hustle out here in LA.
1: They're gonna take the job regardless. So uh, you can tell them that. But them niggas gonna take the job without even knowing how to how to do one lick of coil. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh um, no. She also said added the actors union must allow actors of color to request stylists and barbers that they want in their productions. I know that's right. Period. And that should it should be a requirement. And that is yeah. True. Yeah. So I agree with these things. Producers, like I said, Will Packer on that film as a producer, I don't know if he produced it, but I'm pretty sure he did. Mm-hmm. Should have um made sure that he got the right oh, so the Yeah that was for his black ass cast. And True. then also the same thing. If you're not gonna do that, you're gonna pick some white ass people who don't know how to do our hair or our makeup. Yeah. And if whether they lied about knowing how to do it or not, if they don't know how to do it, we should be able to request. Yeah, but we want, Okay. Yeah. If I was on a set, I'll be like, Ty, you bring your ass to How's my sister? And she gonna do my hair. She's the only person that do my hair. She gonna come. I'm gonna have my own makeup person. Like, you should be able to request people that you won't. If the people are that are there don't know what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. with my shit. And that's just period. So yes. Like conversation being had. Like I agree with her. It's not gonna change overnight. No. Um, but. Oof, it is kind of disgusting like yeah that's crazy just oof, yeah
0: and it's, like it's careless um, like yeah. if I have a character and you know I want them to represent the the character on set, I want the actor to look the best possible given the scene and the situation I'm not just gonna be like oh, okay well uh just put on this wave cap I know the character calls for braids but anyway uh let's go like no like
1: what are we exactly and the thing is they sometimes they don't even care how we look if it's a mostly white production mostly white cast they don't be caring how we look they be throwing us in these crusty ass weeks right lighting Uh, be off lighting be crazy (laughs) like what they'll put us in a a fucking synthetic ass crusty ass week that don't even match how take that back to party city how dare you (laughs) like or they'll just be having us look at a mess, like, if we're the only black person, like, they don't know what to do, so they just do anything, mm. and as the actor, I know you don't took the job, but some of y'all should have spoke up, that's <laughs> uh, wow. up because I was watching this, what was I watching, Eat, Pray, Love, <laughs> Julie Lord. Roberts, it yep. was mostly white cast, but Viola Davis was in that movie playing her friend, or whatever, mm-hmm. she was a white man, but she was paying, playing the best friend, because this you know, back mm-hmm. in the day, black people used to only be playing the friend or supporting mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. And they had her in this crusty ass looking wig no, that looked crazy. No. It just did not match her whatsoever. Like the hairstyle did not match her. So I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, they didn't even try. Mm-mm. So, I mean, child- <laughs> david spoke about this in 2019 um, how she said she don't want to work with styles who can't do black hair so yeah. that's probably that movie was probably a part of her okay <laughs> of the building of that frustration so y'all are wild y'all are Ooh. crazy
0: y'all are weird not in the 2000s we still dealing with this shit okay mm-hmm. all right uh, gross over gross. it stupid 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 all right <laughs> Well, uh, on to more, um, you know, discriminating shit. Um, Gabrielle Union recalls being mistreated while on the set of Friends in a resurfaced interview. So um, she's, I mean, we've also reported here too that she talked about being mistreated um, when she was a judge on America's Got Talent as well. There was a whole controversy. So in this article, um, even though the creators of Friends say they didn't intend to create an all-white cast, Right. Gabrielle Union says differently. Well, the Atlanta uh, black star posted a resurface clip of Union from her 2017 interview with Free Library of Philadelphia. Wait, Free Library of Affiliate. Okay, talking about her time as a guest during the popular 90s sitcom seventh season. So um, in the article, she says her experience while on set contradict what co-creator Mar- uh, Marta Kaufman said about not intending to make a fully white cast. Union ex- experiences uh, were documented in her 2017 book we're going to need more wine stories about a funny complicated and true that are funny complicated and true union repl- uh, relayed how hollywood executives would continue to treat her as someone new to the industry despite union already being an established actor like sis like what are we talking she's been playing 15 for 20 years like are we yes. sick like i'm like oh anyway that do du- she's uh, she this is a quote from her she says that dual consciousness though is is what prepares me to then do an episode of friends after being on city of angels she said when they like Nikki or gabby do they know what a mark is yeah i'm an actor didn't have the to audition for this job because i was just on a hit show on cbs (laughs) yeah yeah she knows what she's doing guys i don't know why like first of all Bringing on was when I was like, well, clearly we have a star. Like, what are we talking
1: about? Yeah, like what what's even the issue here?
0: What is she was in like all the black films of the like nineties and early two thousands? Like she was like she was that her and Sanaa. It was her or Sana. Like, like what are we talking about? Like, it was wild. Friends recently had a reunion special on HBO Max, which yeah, absolutely not. But before the reunion, uh, Kaufman talked about um, the talk to the Hollywood reporter about her regrets about the lack of diversity um back then there was this is a quote back then there was no conscious decision she said about the casting we saw people of every race religion color uh these were the six people we cast so it's certainly not conscious I was like girl Uh, hmm, that makes no sense that's a double anyways all right um it's not conscious we just decided that way like what what do you mean like girl anyways so first of all I I absolutely believe you know Gabrielle Union's experience um you know because I mean it's been happening for a long time we're still talking about how you know black actors black writers black hairstyle, black whoever are still sort of you know, we have to fight. We still have to fight to be not only considered, but treated well and our craft be considered just like the other craft of other actors who came off of Friends or who came off of, you know, these big, massive hits. You know, they are taken more seriously, even though, you know, a Black actor who has almost the exact same accolades can't even get, like, even the idea of Friends. First of all, Living Single was first. Let's just be fucking clear. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) let's let's be clear who who was first um so yeah I I think you know and of course we had Erica Alexander who you know made that she was like uh let's we forget you know what I mean so yeah I I, I'm not surprised I I do believe back in the 90s nobody gave a fuck about diversity unless it was like the one black girlfriend or whatever um And, you know, it's clear that, you know, we just have to continue telling our stories, writing our stories. You know, I'm glad what's happening now with all the different types of black shows that are on. But like compared to, you know, the white shows and the different platforms, it's, it's not equal. And we have, you know, we don't have to regulate black shows just to black stations, even though I love black stations. Hallelujah. <laughs> but, you know, we don't have to regulate Latino you know shows and movies just to Latino stations or Hispanic stations we don't have to relegate Asian show. like it can just be more shit where everyone is represented I don't understand Pose does not have to be the only LGBTQI story on the motherfucking and it's the lat. you know what I mean like come on like clearly people want to see all types of stories so yeah so that's Gabrielle Union recounting how she was being uh, mistreated on Friends um, and how it kind of resurfaced. So uh, check it out. Um, and yeah, keep writing our own shit, y'all. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Keep doing our own thizzle because
1: okay. and they ain't going to make sure we include it. No way. No. So keep doing your thizzle mm-hmm. Okay, so mine. My- Favorite story of the hour. Yes. Jonathan Majors in talks to face off against Michael B. Jordan in Creed 3. Let's so go. Let's go. Originally, I was like, why do we need a Creed 3? But then when I saw Jonathan Majors, I said, that's why. That's why. That's why. That is why. <laughs> why? Because, yes. Yes. Because now I will be first in line for Creed 3. I get it. When before I said, Creed 3 for what? For now why? I'm like, Yes, Creed 3. You happy? Please, no shirts required. Thank you. Shirtless from beginning to end. Period. Um, So he is reportedly in negotiations to star opposite Michael Jordan and Tessa Thompson. And uh, Michael B. Jordan will be directing. Felicia Rashad is also set to reprise her role from the previous yes. films, but Sylvester Stallone will not. I guess he didn't have enough of it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Deadline first broke the news <laughs> and notes this deal isn't quite done yet and they're working through the logistics of Major's mm-hmm. busy dance card. What the fuck is a dance card? Just his uh,
0: schedule.
1: <laughs> Um Major surely does have a busy schedule as his profile was skyrocketing from becoming an indie darling. Mm-hmm. Most in demand actors at the moment. Um, he first garnered his mainstream attention, obviously, for playing Tick in HBO's Lovecraft Country. I mean, wow, and what a then, show. Um, obviously, he's growing last Black Man in San Francisco. Amazing. And- <laughs> bloods yes the next he will be starring opposite Edges elbow regina king lakeith stanfield and zazie beats in netflix's western film the harder they fall Yeah, he'll also be starring in g jg dillard's devotion mm. the most high profile of his upcoming roles is his major debut in the marvel cinematic universe as kang the conqueror um, well she will be starring in in Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's busy. He, okay. <laughs> um, but please make some time to be mm-hmm. in Creed Three. Yes. That I can watch. Yes. And, yeah, I want to watch.
0: So, absolutely. I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Period. He's talented. Point blank. Period. And yeah, yeah I'm here for it. I know we are that back. <laughs> do the hell up <laughs> we out here recording y'all here driving your cars all loud willy-nilly shut up um, uh-huh. <laughs> but no i'm here for it i'm glad he's coming in and again i'm saying act one shirt off act two we add the baby oil add three put on the gloves with shirts off that's the whole movie and i'm here for it I'm glad that um, these two talented actors will be going head to head like this. And I'm glad, like, my God, the resume, (laughs) my God, he is working, I'm here for it, I support it. Um, Yes, excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish. She will be playing the iconic Olympian Florence Griffith Joyner in a biopic. So um, shout out to her. I think this is, I think she's done serious roles before, but this will be a big one um, where all eyes are on her. She will be the main and she will be playing someone who passed away. So um, I don't think this is the first time she's done that, but this feels really, really major. So... um, Yeah, Tiffany Haddish is set to star in that um, biopic, um, aka Florence Griffin Joyner, also known as Flojo. She will also produce um, the film. And here we go. Let's see. Okay, so see Basil, sorry, this is a weird article, y'all, forgive me. So Basil Iyoko and Greg uh, Economo, Uh, also producing um, and they're planning other content Um, on Griffin Joyner, including a docu-series and a podcast as well. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, Haddish has uh, started training for the role and is working under Griffin Joyner's uh, widow, Al Joyner, who is producing and consulting on the project. So I'm glad that they're bringing in um, family members to kind of oversee to make sure that they're representing, um, you know, Flo Jo correctly. I think I saw like a side-by-side of both of them and I was like, oh, that's a great choice. Actually, she looks they look very similar. Um, so yeah, shout out to Tiffany Haddish. I hope she kills this role. And um, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine the like, I don't know, the responsibility of like playing an icon. I'd be like, yeah. And the training, my God. Okay, like, whoo, they're no okay. joke. So congratulations to her. I can't wait to see it. That's dope.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I mean, we are happy that you know, Flojo. Is being represented okay. Um, and rest in peace to an icon queen. All righty, so last news story of the episode, very exciting one. Miss mm-hmm. Issa Ray, Miss Always Working, Miss Amy, Money, Miss Always Got the Bag. Oh, okay, she starring in the Spider Man into the Spider Verse sequel as Jessica Drew or Spider Woman, go, go so off she a key role in this sequel. The third confirmed cast member joining Shamik Moore, who played Miles Morales or voiced Miles Morales in Spider-Man slash Spider-Man, and Haley Steinfeld as Spider-Gwen. Yes. Right now, not much is known about the plot, only that it will bring together a lot of Spider-Characters. <laughs> from marvel comics just as the first film did mm-hmm. um the highwood reporter which broke the news of the story first says sources tell them that isa will be voicing jessica drew slash spider woman ow um, okay so Wacom dos santos kent powers and justin k thompson are the sequel's directors phil lord and chris miller wrote the film with david callaham and lord and miller are also producing with amy pascal Avi Arad and Christina Steinberg mm-hmm. um so everyone on our team just decided we were going to make this thing as different as possible Said He when he was speaking about the first film in an interview that he and Shamik Moore did in 2018's Shadow and Act and if we're going to show you a new Spider-Man we're going to make it something that feels truly new and of its time and it's going to say more about the idea of Spider-Man than we've seen in quite a while mm-hmm. um so that is cool. I mean, the first one was, was really dope. You had a yes. black and I think he was like black and Hispanic. Yep, uh, Osmar a uh, Spider Man. So yep. it's exciting that we're going to have now a black woman in the hey. Size of this. Hey. So it was, it was a cute movie. It was really good. And it's mm-hmm. very important to see, um, you know, for little black boys to see themselves as superheroes. Yeah. And I like how they did bring all the people from all the spider people (laughs) um in one in one thing that was really cool so yep second one is gonna be good now that isa is playing spider woman it's gonna be right so that's right i can't
0: wait i know you you cosplay hoes is ready like which (laughs) one is Issa? i'm fitting to do it (laughs) i'm fitting to do it just let
1: me know how long my braids need to be that's Okay. okay tell Isn't me what it? the
0: makeup palette is y'all show y'all tell me how to do it and we'll we'll have a fun halloween if they're right they'll they'll release this right before halloween so people be ready
1: exactly that's just promo for them shit mm-hmm. so, <laughs> i mean nice. take advantage y'all better truly. capitalize on the money truly
0: okay. come on superhero isa ray love it
1: yes. love
0: it love so it. Yes, love to see it. So on that note, that is the end of the new segment. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Niggas You Should Know. Hey, y'all, we are back. And yeah, we are hitting y'all up this time with the nigga you should know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a, uh, wait, Corey, you had the last article, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I will go first with a nigga you should know. So um, this actually, um, this actor, um, the person I think that is the nigga you should definitely know is Clarence William the Third. Now um, he is a legend. Um, He's been acting for a very long time. Uh, Unfortunately, he passed away at 81 of colon cancer, but um, a lot of people know him as uh, one of the stars of, as an undercover cop, Link Hayes on the uh, counterculture series, The Mod Squad. Um, So he passed away On June 4th, in his home in Los Angeles, and he was 81 years old. Of course, he's been acting for a very, very, very long time. Um, He started on Broadway um, before he was even on Mod Squad, and that and Mod Squad uh, actually ran from 1968 to 1973. So he was in the game for Mm. a long time time um his Broadway appearances was um day and night which was in uh, 1979 he played opposite uh, Maggie smith as the trouble fathered in purple rain in 1984 um he appeared frequently in movies working with director uh john frankenheimer on films like against the wall in 1994 reindeer games in 2000 um they casted him in the 1986 adaptation of elmore uh leonard's crime novel 52 pickup um and at the time mr williams was not having much luck in hollywood and you know He was uh, they have a story here in The Washington Post that he crashed on Bill Cosby's couch to keep a roof over his head. So he was in the game for a long time and it was a a real struggle. Um, He appeared in TV crime dramas, including Miami Vice, Hill Street Blues um, and played an FBI agent in the mystery drama Twin Peaks. So he was in a lot of like, you know, great, great shows that are revered um he also you know it had acting chops uh he was uh played a drug lord opposite dave Chappelle in half-baked in 1998 mm-hmm. um and he was stealing scenes in kenan ivory wayne's black exploitation parody film i'm gonna get you sucker in 1988 mm-hmm. um yeah so he's been i mean he's he's worked with everybody like Wesley Snipes. He played um, his drug addicted father in Sugar Hill in 1993. He was a sinister, sinister mortician in Tales from the Hood in 1995. That's where I really knew him from because that mortician shit scared the shit out of me, honey. And I recently watched that. My parents didn't let, let me watch that as a child. So I was an adult like, oh my God, Lord. <laughs> um so yeah um he was a mentor of the White House domestic worker and Lee Daniels the butler in 2013 so he's been working period, for a long time. Check out his work. Um, once you see his picture, you will know who Clarence Williams the Third is. He's been working for a long, long time. And as we read his story, you know, there was a point where there were some low moments, but he still kept going. He still made a legacy for himself. He still made a name for himself. So um, the nigga you should know is Clarence Williams III. Um, let's not let, you know, history not give uh, the 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 black actors who have really paved the way let's not let them let them be forgotten they have done great work so shout out to him yes. Clarence William the third you should know
1: yes shout out to him rest in peace sir yes for a phenomenal actor very talented and yes not forget your contribution absolutely not to our history because mm-hmm. that that role entails from the Tales from the hood that's from the Hood yep. <laughs> i to and the hood truly, okay? truly so um yes rest in peace sir thank you mm-hmm. all right so my nigga you should know we talked about earlier mr reggie hayes william hey. dent my favorite character from girlfriends yeah. i mean all the girlfriends are great but yeah william was just Classic. So he is he's so sweet. Just so classic. And I freaking stand him. So he's from Chicago. He attended St. John's North Military Academy and was okay. recognized as one of the three notable men of the academy.
0: Well, he come on. Got
1: come his bachelor's on. degree in theater from Illinois yes. State University. And he won the Outstanding Young Alumni Award and was a member of the Illinois Shakespeare Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we were talking about earlier, I mean that was kind of like a rundown. He has credits though. I mean his credits range starting in nineteen ninety-six up until he was in three episodes of Black Lightning this year, playing Mayor Billy Black. So good to see him um doing some stuff. He was also in um that episode of Blackish, I think, with the other girlfriends. Yeah. So yeah, we just hope to see him in more things because he was so Talented, and I feel like I don't even have to really talk about him because y'all know exactly who he is.
0: Yep, yep.
1: (laughs) That he killed it, and he is a lot of our favorite characters and girlfriends. And I always thought he was just amazingly talented and funny, and he was the shit. Yes, shout out to Mr. Reggie Hayes. Glad Mm -hmm. to see that he's in Black Lightning this year. Okay, many more for him in the years to come. More. we want more. Mm-hmm. We want more. And with that, that's the that's the end of the show. Hey. We are done. We are through. Thank yes. y'all for listening once again. Like we always say, do all the things. Uh, comment, rate, like, yep. whatever you have to do. Do yep. it. Um, and like I said, thank you for listening. Check us out on the socials at Tinsel Town T, and that's it.
0: That is it. All right, y'all. We will see you next time. And yeah, be good. Stay black.
1: As hell. Bye. Bye.